0: Alright, welcome to The Garage. I'm Scott Lanahan, And I'm Joe Ubel. This is uh, after a two-month hiatus,
1: Joe. We're, we're back at it. So. Ha ha! You thought the last episode on cancel means we were getting canceled. Oh, fuck. <laughs> You've been working on that joke <laughs> the did. whole time. I really have. do you really? I did. I punchlined that one for the whole time. How, how do you feel? That's
0: almost embarrassing.
1: Really? That, that's no, what you I'm, came up with. Now I'm, I'm embarrassed that you said that. Well, you should be. Oh, ouch. Alright, so uh,
0: today's January 4th. We're uh, hot into 2024. Yeah, happy uh, new year. We don't have a specific topic this week. Instead, we're going to do a little garage banter to kind of get our feet back in the pool. And uh, there's a couple things we want to hit on, uh, Mm -hmm. market conditions, Mm -hmm. and kind of a look forward to what we're going to see in 2024. Yeah, yeah. Is there I, anything I, else you want to add in there?
1: No, I think that's a, that's a pretty much. I think what you know. This is a, what I would predict is like our viewpoint on how the year is going to go, based on what we've had. We finished the year with what kind of energy we have right now coming through the, through the, the new year, and what how we foresee that it happening based on what the market conditions are, sh- are showing from the national level and then from the local level.
0: Yeah, I'm not too uh, too focused on national. I guess I, you know, I see it, but I, uh, every day I'm hanging out in the Twin City Metro area. And <laughs> what you don't uh, travel every day, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you know it's funny because whenever whenever you see anything, even in the local news, it always seems to have like a six month dated timeline. It's like they they're always six months behind.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I'm, I'm more talking about the what's happening in the financial world that impacts our world, which is like... So why don't you... You know, like, like well, for example, let's hit on, on rates, you know, where the, what's happening now with, with the interest rates. So uh, recently, last month in November, the, our, the chairman of the Fed came out and said, we're not going to adjust the rates. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the financial world at that time, that was a big win. That said, it said to, to almost everyone in the financial world that, that we feel good about where our inflation's at. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in that, in that the stock market um, adjusted itself positively. And then the um, interest rates for uh, mortgages it, it essentially, essentially dropped almost a full point um, mm-hmm. from what they were at. Yeah. Um, and that's all a confidence thing, and it rides what, what, what the bonds are doing and um, what the stock market's doing. So with that itself, and then the, the Fed also said you're likely going to see some cuts in the next year in, to, the, to the federal fund rate.
0: I thought I'd heard a number of uh, they're projecting upwards of six cuts on the Fed rate, which is the rate at which banks lend money to each
1: other. Right, yeah. right. So that's the, a fantastic uh, um, start or say, and finish to the year, but start to the new year because that would entail that we're going to have a better, uh, financial recovery from where we were at. The, you know, interest rates are going to go lower, payments are going to feel better for, for consumers and maybe look, we'll, like, some confidence will come back and not feel like they're pinched.
0: I don't know if the consumer confidence has really gone anywhere. I mean, you continue True. to hear, I, I, my volume last year was, uh, was one of my better years. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, while the price of some stuff kept going up and, you know, the same companies that were raising the cost of things were seeing record profits. And I don't want to get too far down that road, but, uh, you know, it seemed like the the little guy was getting pinched, but they were still buying homes.
1: I I think the people weren't, they were still buying. I think they were cautiously making decisions. You know, like they were making decisions, you know, not in, in a... Fire sale type of manner where I felt like there was some, there, there was decisions being made in the 2021 22 market, you know, where you had to compete heavily for these houses and so you were impulsively trying to trying to to um purchase.
0: Well, I was still in multiples uh, December yeah. uh this this past December uh $800,000 price range. I was in a multiple offer scenario, five offers, mm-hmm. we were
1: 50000
0: over and we. I don't even think we're
1: in the top three. Now, in that case like that, do you think the, the price of the house itself was just, just so far underpriced that, that it, it begs someone to show up with that many offers?
0: No, it was a Eden Prairie. It was a specific home that my client has been looking for, uh, a B-level. So not, like, like not immediate needs, but at a B-level. Uh, and then I'll have a C-level buyer, Joe, that it's kind of wait and see. We're waiting for a specific property in a Mm -hmm. specific neighborhood where they're locked and loaded, but it tends to take a little time to move. Mm -hmm. This was a a B-level buyer that is actively looking at Eden Prairie in a specific price range with a couple parameters that need to match in the home. And they're pretty popular parameters. So... There's such a lack of inventory there that when it popped up, I was surprised to see five written offers mm-hmm. in December. Right, but I mean clearly that's the market turning around and yelling back at me. Hey, there's there's still pent up need.
1: Well, there's definitely for
0: inventory and for specific homes in specific areas.
1: Well, there still is a, a big demand for a lot of different types of properties. People couldn't square away, and I think people are are. Doing more of that situation where they are waiting for the scenario to fit their shoe, kind of essentially, before they go out and fire sale their house or whatever they're doing. To
0: do I call them B level buyers? That sounds
1: more Cinderella ish, right? Waiting yeah. for the glass yeah. slipper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds, that sounds about right. You and glass slippers. <laughs> <laughs> B
0: level buyers, just not as poetic, Joe. This is <laughs> my Cinderella buyer. Um, A great example. So I'm in uh, two houses this morning out in the Egan area showing to um, some B-level buyers. Um, One was originally listed in the 700s, was down to 599, uh, listed in September. Mm -hmm. And then another one that was originally listed at 680 that was down to 600, Mm -hmm. Um, still felt for the quality of construction the neighborhood could definitely support a value of of that but I don't think the house matched that price point Mm -hmm. Um, so here we are you know January 2nd is the beginning of the spring market for Minnesota although no snow so
1: yeah I guess (laughs) spring maybe it feels more (laughs) like it this year
0: but uh, the we tend to start seeing buyers come into the market this
1: time of year a lot of those b levels turn into a level um well it's usually you know again dipping your feet in the water and figure out what's 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 the the tendencies in the market What what's my what's my value what am i going to get for my money now knowing where the market's at
0: well both those <laughs> listings i showed this morning i think would have been overpriced in september mm-hmm
1: well, they clearly were when they Clearly, did, they the
0: market make- looked at them, weighed, measured, and said, no thanks. Yep. Uh, that's why it's still available January 4th. Mm-hmm. Um, one had recently sold last week, went under contract, went through inspection. It was a stucco home built in 93. Oh, perfect. No, see. but 93. And uh, the buyer backed away, according to the listing agent, because they didn't want to buy a stucco home. Now I don't know if they didn't realize it was stucco when they went under contract for it. <laughs> the inspector should have kind of given them. I looked at the the exterior and I wasn't seeing. You know the the stucco I'm more aware of is the ninety nine two thousand maybe yeah, two thousand one stucco. Um,
1: you st- you still should be aware of it. You should you should maybe should test test it. Have it sure. But but you shouldn't be afraid of it.
0: Not ninety three. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, so
1: uh, it was back on the market. And uh, I'm but sure
0: I, they're frustrated because that was a, v- a very well built home.
1: Right, right. Well, I, th- I think what you're also going to find in, in your initial um, start of the January uh, market is you're going to find the leftovers that are still made it through the fall market. That, you know, the reason why they're on the market for, for whatever reason was they had to sell. You know, they're on the market because they had, had to be on the market. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I think you're going to find more of the spring market is going to be more of, um, I want to sell. I, I don't need to sell, I want to sell. And mm-hmm. so you start having different different reasons for selling coming up here. So I think the conditions of properties um, are going gonna, to gonna be stronger because of what they're trying to sell, trying to maximize their dollar. Because they have to sell. Because they want to sell. Because they're they, want tr- to sell. Cause they want to sell. Because So they're going to do as much as they can to repair their houses to do the right thing so they can max their dollar out so they can go buy the next house, whatever their plans are. Cause that's usually what the move up buyers are are starting. And a move up buyer, Joe, you mean uh, someone selling to
0: move into a, a bigger, yeah. bigger home.
1: Let's yeah, say, let's say you have your, your first home buyer house you bought that was 1,200 square feet mm-hmm. in the city. And you just you decided your family is not big, it's too big for that. Yep. Or just, and so you need to find a bigger house. So then you need to sell your $300,000 house and buy that $500,000 house. Yeah. Um, so I think those buyers, or those sellers, are the ones that are uh, um, queuing themselves up for a spring market push. So then they can make their summer complete when they purchase their property. That's yeah. usually usually the, the scenario. But the still, the, you still have to go through the inventory from the fall that still hasn't sold. And what you just said about well, the houses that didn't sell in September, and made it way through December, and then there are, there is probably a 50-50 uh, um, split when it comes to, you get to December 1st or week week of, there are 50% of the people that are still in the market that goes, you know what, we're just going to remove our house from the market and we're going to take it off and we're going to put it back on in January. So I've already seen like a handful of listings that were on in December come back on. Yep. Um. So they just recalibrate themselves and put it back on the market. Yep. Um, hoping that the, the buyers change their mind or you know, new buyers show up in the market to, to feed their, their needs. Yeah. But I still think there's, there's, there's some room to negotiate some of those houses that have been on the market because they are um, war beaten at this point because um, they've been sitting there for a while. Yeah, the, the first one, the more
0: de- desirable of the two that we looked at this morning, uh, needed a furnace, an AC. Mm-hmm. at the end of its useful life mm-hmm. that'd be easy to negotiate mm-hmm. um, yeah no I, I there's opportunity for buyers right now uh, improved rates mm-hmm. um, I suppose you could if you're glutton for punishment you could wait a month or two until number of buyers in the market doubles you know triples right. whatever right um, are you getting... I've got a lot of uh, stuff sitting on the sideline waiting for March, listing-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, buyers, it's been a pretty steady stream through the fall.
1: Yep. Uh, I've, I've, I do feel like like the, the steady stream of buyers that come in to, in the fall all had opportunities to negotiate and all had opportunities to take uh, that, that, that chance and be able to, ta- to grab some uh, negotiations which I'm not sure you're going to get as much of that coming into the spring here with the buyer demand. Um, I would
0: normally say that's the trend. That's the historical, mm-hmm. you know, January 2nd hits and all of a sudden you've got people out there that think they're going to look for a month or two and they're writing an offer here second week of January. Right. I would say that's normally the case. <clears throat> Running through those two this morning that were holdovers from September that were both were vacant
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, both were viable sellable homes mm-hmm. where they were at I'd say one was overpriced mm-hmm. but not by a significant amount right. Uh now starting at 680 I don't know what the hell they were thinking there well I think maybe maybe my perception of the market in September is different but
1: well I think you think your your buyer Perception is different. I think when you get to December, when you see the data market hit hit hitting the ninety days or the hundred days, you know that's that changed your gear on. All right, what's the motivation for selling? You know, are are they have they really been have they, they priced their house correctly to sell in a market that is with already going to have less buyers in? Um, yeah. A great example that I had a seller in September, and they were nervous going to September market, and I said, you know, you have a good. 45 days starting September 1st to, to, to tackle a buyer and say you can get, get your sale done so they were nervous going into October once they listed late, late September they're going to to October to get their house sold for the price they want so we made a move to make an aggressive move to, to, to list a price so that we sold it right away in the first week and it worked yeah. but th- I think that's the way you have to, have to establish when you come in and price a homes in certain markets you can't just go look at June's pricing and say I'm going to get that price.
0: Well I I had that on two listings in particular that if they'd have been three or four months earlier, April, yeah. May probably could have got the price point they were thinking. It was mm-hmm. this fall knowing what the market was, uh, I think I was a lot more conservative on pricing mm-hmm. and even then we had to kind of dial it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean we weren't they weren't giving their houses away. I mean, they no. probably felt that, but the the market indicators dictated that we needed to be a little more conservative on pricing.
1: Yeah, but you, or you, one you, we had to
0: sell twice. Right. Right. You know,
1: it, it, at the same time, as inventory is still very low. Like you're looking at at the how many houses that are for sale in certain locations. You know, if you if you compare it to any time of market, that it was more of a buyer's market. There was. Hundred houses in a certain location. Now there's thirty. Nah, it's even if th- even thirty, but yeah. I, I, I'm just talking just like in general terms. Like it's it's like almost a a, a, a three to one difference. Sure. Um, from what's there, so it, I just think that that for that reason, you know, sellers are still in the driver's seat if they price their house correctly, if they prepare their house correctly, if they do the right things to get their house house in the market.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. And there's not a ton of inventory, mm-hmm. so if you're prepared for the market, priced fairly, uh, you're gonna sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, there may be some challenges, but should sell uh, relatively quickly. Right, uh, open houses. I'm still seeing great activity on open houses, even through December. Mm-hmm. There were buyers out there moving around, so I'm expecting the spring to be competitive for nice. buyers. Um, which is obviously great news for our sellers. Mm-hmm. Um, rates improving even more than they are today is beneficial for everybody. Right. Um, so, I don't know what more to add to that. No, oh, that's. That was a summary. We could have started with that joke.
1: We did start with that. What, what do you want to start with? We started with my joke. Oh, that joke. Oh, he doesn't like my joke. You know.
0: We've been talking about recording this episode for, what, three weeks? Yeah. You're always gone. I come in, grab something to eat, which I hardly do during the day, (laughs) Chipotle, and uh, I I eat, and you know, you get that blood sugar, I don't know what happens, you just get that little lull for a little bit, and Joel looks at me and says, well, let's record an episode of uh, The Garage so your energy's low. You're oh my in. god, is my energy? I could be sleeping under my desk right now. I, <laughs> so uh, the upside, um, we got your nap? We got an episode <laughs> in. I wanna, I wanna thank a couple people. Uh, first, anyone and everyone that listened. Uh, I had just, I'm constantly surprised with the amount of listens that we get Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's hilarious when you look at where people are listening from I think there's like 15 different countries listed now which I don't know how the hell like uh, there's several people in Germany listening which (laughs) (laughs) I
1: awesome yes Um, we thank you
0: yeah and then uh, uh, real quick I'll dovetail into uh Connie Hess, who was a guest of our show. Last year. Uh, I want to make sure I mention her. She is retiring. Um, she came in and she was kind enough to spend some time with me and introduce me to her protege. Uh, so uh, we do have another great resource with Bell Banks. Um, but uh, um, I don't know. I, I, I Going forward, Joe, I don't know... The garage, we've got quite a catalog, I think, for people to listen to mm-hmm. from both the buyer side and seller side. Mm-hmm. I think maybe uh, we could go back and record, uh, now that we have feel a little more comfortable with it, maybe record some of uh, the early episodes, the topics, maybe.
1: Kind of reiterate some of the high points with those and...
0: Maybe we, I think uh, our first episode we might have been recording in a conference room or down in the basement <laughs> as movers were moving stuff into our office. So uh, maybe
1: we could do that. Maybe a bigger idea. Um, oh, what more do you have to add? But at that point, you know, I'm, I also I'm looking to that our audience if anyone has something that really wants to be uh, going on, gone over, you know something like that that you know I think we need to do it yeah um so if if you have a topic that really speaks to something you know with 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 in the real estate market you know maybe we have missed maybe we did miss something probably did
0: oh i'm sure we did Um uh, i think every topic that we had come up was related to something that we had seen within that week or the the past two weeks that just ran into or something. we just sat there in cancellations and uh working with elderly parents uh You know, that one was based off of uh, not only input from a listener, but we had had a couple scenarios where we had children that were dealing with elderly parents and that weird transition, uh, that delicate transition, I guess is a better way to put it, of what do we do and, you know, the parent wanting to maintain some level of control over the process, which if you wait too long, they feel out of control and it it tends to not be as uh, smooth right. a transition. Yep. I don't know if smooth is the right word. Pleasant enjoyable uh, enjoyable. Is, yeah. yeah.
1: Because they have they have they make they can make their own decisions.
0: Yeah. So I think a lot of the topics were uh driven by current situations which we'll continue to run into over the course of 2024. Mhm uh i think the base of a lot of i changed over you don't know this oh i changed over our default episode to an introduction to realtors from the garage okay so that anyone coming in can at least start from the beginning yep at least that episode was meant to be the impetus of why we're doing doing what we're doing um I continue to do it because I can't believe people are listening. <laughs> so I feel some personal responsibility like, you know, hey, I took the time to listen. You guys should talk. You, uh,
1: should, you should open your mouth and talk. You should open about
0: you. your mouth and talk about real estate related stuff. That's why I come here. So <laughs> um, I we li- the Twin City Market area, it tends to be, uh, we don't see a lot of crazy ebb and flow. It's true, like certain areas of the country, you talk about. I'll read an article where you know the price in Vegas goes up 25% one year, which is just unheard of. Mm-hmm. But then you hear a correction the following year, and you're like, well, who wants to live in a right, you know, up right. and down where Minnesota tends to be that slow and steady.
1: We tend, tend to have, you know, a gradual uptick in, in values and it continues to grow, you know, at a certain percentage, whereas the coasts, you know, have, have always um, driven a different different uh, car, essentially, that they just go faster and they just get there faster and they drop faster and they get up faster and drop faster.
0: Yeah, it's kind of manic.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: We're in Minnesota. We don't like manic, right? No, we don't like manic. Slow we like, and steady.
1: When, when Hey, we're the turtle. Or the tortoise, we make we, we, yeah. get, we win the race, but we, we get there slow, yeah.
0: Three to five percent. Occasionally, we get a year with eight, nine. Yeah, whoa, oh, slow down there, slow buddy. Down.
1: Let's 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 step back a little bit,
0: yeah. Uh, but uh, I we I feel very fortunate to work in this market,
1: and uh, yeah, because I, I also feel confident in what we're doing too that, that we're not you know, because everyone there's especially the last year. The bottom's going to drop on the market. The bottom's going to drop on the market. The bottom's going to drop on the market.
0: The that's know, what the media the, was the saying. The media
1: was saying. Yeah. That's what, what consumers were worried about. You know, the, With rates, where they're at, well, all of a sudden it's going to be catastrophic. Yeah. And it really did nothing of the sorts, but just stay consistent.
0: Yeah. I think we saw some of the appreciation and the bump in the market. We saw a bit of correction in the fall mm-hmm. where uh, pricing had kind of fallen flat or dropped a little bit. But, I mean, you look overall for the year, and it was still a game. Still a game. You know, so, uh, and that's the normal cycle in Minnesota. Most of the appreciation is uh, tends to be in those summer, or the, sp- the spring months, mm-hmm. uh, from March through probably June. Yep. Maybe a bit of July. Yep. Um, but, I mean, that's the bulk of the appreciation during the course of the year. Uh, and a lot of that's driven by the competitiveness. People, spring hits, people start thinking about... want to get their house by let's, summer. Let's get moved in and before summer or let's before the kids start school. And it's just that normal swing where my family doesn't see me as much
1: those months. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Well, at the same time, as this, this is where I'm always encouraging, you know, those people that are fence-sitting about what they want plans to do. Yeah. If you want to maximize... The value of your house it's always the march through june you know that that yeah. that window is 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 the, the same thing every year you know where they they know they know that's going to be the best part of the market
0: yeah uh, and and again with minnesota you can sell at any time of the year right it's just um you know especially if i'm buying and selling i don't know um i don't know when you run into people that have to both they have to both right uh, there's you stick your toe in the water, they call you, and you're like, Oh, you know, you're going to have a good time selling. It's going to be a little more competitive buying. Yep. Or vice versa. But it might so. be a,
1: a benefit to, ha- to have that. You know, also it depends on, you know, what price point you're leaving and what price point you're going into. There might be less people in this price point and more people in this price point.
0: Oh, sure. If you're, yeah, if you're dropping, if you're uh, jumping price points. Yeah, if you're entry level home. You know, it just stinks being an entry level buyer. It does. You know? It's it's <laughs> you
1: know the struggle is there with with you know for some home buyers you know they're looking you know initial price points you know a three twenty to three seventy five yeah you know where it used to be you know two fifty to two seventy five yeah if, if even that two
0: hundred to yeah, They right?
1: used to do a lot of one ninety nine stuff yeah um, but there's still opportunities for everyone. It depends on what you're trying to do. Yep. Uh, rental market still very strong you know it's i think we're we're seeing
0: meaning um, uh the not a lot of vacancies
1: a lot of vacancies um renter are, are are strong is what i'm talking about the, the numbers yeah. are strong so so like if in person that's into investment properties it's still a valuable tool to you know um for an asset for you to to, to go into um but people people I, I do do know or i do see that people in the rental market they want they want nice properties now. They they would rather pay you for your quality of your property opposed to renting something that's not in good condition for cheap. Hmm. So keep that in mind if if you all want to buy rentals and make them profitable, yeah. You kinda have to kinda speak to the market.
0: What's uh what's like uh i'm trying to think your duplex is a two-bedroom one bath yep what's a side-by-side duplex what is one side rent for no.
1: um uh, if you have Are a you comfortable s- sharing that yeah yeah a simple side-by-side probably that has you know um no basement or or has an unfinished basement You're probably looking at you know 15 to 16 100 on uh, per month yeah. Um, If you have a Plus utilities. Plus utilities. You're responsible for your utilities, which is your gas electric. Usually water and trash are covered. Um, It's because they're easier to cover that way. But if you finish the basic space off and extra bathroom or extra family room, bedroom, you're probably looking at 18.
0: So I was talking, I got my hair cut this morning, talking to my uh, barber down there at Sportsman's, and uh, his son just rented a place down in New Prague, and uh, I had inquired about the rental market there, and he said they had no trouble finding what they were looking for. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I wouldn't use that as an indicator. Everything I'm hearing is that uh, the rental market is strong, meaning uh, rents are still very... Mm-hmm. Uh, they're up. Yep. Uh, vacancies are lower. Mm-hmm. Not as low as they were, but lower. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... I, the rental market is always a forecaster for the real estate market, you know,
1: so <clears throat> which which also says the same thing too. If if those rents are strong there, it means those people that have though the paying those strong rents have opportunity to have a mortgage. And well, and they, the a mortgage.
0: comfort level with a, a a payment right that is um,
1: two thousand dollars. Yeah, okay. plus you almost have to have these days if you're looking at a person or anything
0: if you got um, a family yeah mm-hmm.
1: that's just amazing to me
0: mm-hmm. um, alright well uh, is this a this is a good one out of the gate
1: yeah this is great yeah I'm blaming you if it isn't
0: <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> not. I'm not editing anything so <laughs> Uh, All right, well, uh, with that, let's sign off. I'm Scott Lanahan. And I'm Joe Ubel. Thanks for stopping by The Garage, and happy 2024.